podcast i'm your host the honorable greg b this is chapter 191 been uh, a couple weeks since the last chapter this one's gonna be a little bit of an abridged version uh just gonna go over a couple topics real quick um don't have a ton of time to record i'll be back next week with a little bit more of a a more of a regular uh regular chapter as we get ready to uh uh you know for uh the holiday season well i mean we're already sort of in it thanksgiving coming coming up next week uh i'll probably have i don't know when i'm gonna release the, probably before thanksgiving I'll, I'll throw out the episode i don't know but uh gearing up for survivor series which i'm going to next saturday uh but this saturday is AEW full gear so we're gonna talk all about AEW full gear and make my predictions for that and also saw a little bit of saw a movie last week weekend uh, i want to talk about that one uh, but before you get all that if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet you can do so very a, a lot of means this is available pretty much everywhere but for some reason you stumbled across this and you haven't already subscribed on one of the platforms you can do so on apple a podcast amazon just go to amazon type it in uh one man renegade podcast it'll pop up spotify if you're you know want to listen to some podcasts instead of some music also stitcher uh that's the series xm podcasting app which is available on, on all platforms you can grab that as well so one of those should work on whatever device you're trying to listen to this on and you can do it that way also if you want to follow me on my social media it's at one man renegade on twitter and spotify not spotify twitter and um instagram (laughs) uh and also the one man renegade productions uh page is up on facebook you can go follow that like that all however you do it for whatever platform it is uh, I know things are changing in certain platforms and people are upset about it, but hey, you know, it is what it is, and I'm still on whatever one you want to find. Uh, no TikTok. I don't do TikTok. That's not my style, not my not my bag, baby. Uh, and uh, also, I have an eBay page, uh, eBay store, eBay sort of store. Not really a store. It's just kind of like my eBay. I have stuff up for sale on eBay is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and uh, at Razor Vader. Or just Razor Vader, I guess is the is my seller name over there. Go check out the items I have for sale. Make some make some offers. Buy some stuff. I have best offer on everything. It's a lot of wrestling related stuff. Uh, some Marvel related stuff. I'm trying to expand what I'm posting, but I uh, just uh, there's only so much time in a day to post stuff. So go check it out. Maybe you like some stuff. Buy buy it. Uh, make some offers and all that fun stuff. All right, with that all the way, let's get to it. Um, yes, I I'm not gonna do the normal segments but we are starting off with a matinee moment if you want to call it that um so yes i did go see black panther wakanda forever last weekend the big movie of this uh thanksgiving season i i suppose if you want to call it that um so i have some thoughts and um they're not all great um i i you know I struggled with parts of this movie for a few different reasons. Uh, but the biggest, and I, it's unavoidable, so it's kind of one of those things where it's like you can't really fault them for it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, this isn't, you know, it, it's hard to compare it to the first movie. Because obviously Chadwick Boseman passed away and was not obviously not involved in this movie. Um you know, other than a couple flashbacks and stuff like that, and they kind of dedicate to him and all that stuff. So, I mean, that's fine. But, like, in terms of the story and the movie and stuff, it's kind of, I mean, they did what they could with that, I suppose. Um, you know, it was kind of, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily know that it was, like, necessarily like the biggest secret of who the next Black Panther was, and I don't want to spoil it if you don't know. 
but it's kind of obvious and i feel like i don't know if that was supposed to be like a big reveal or not but it was pretty obvious that it was going to be who it ends up being um so no real surprise there uh there is a little bit of there's a bit of a surprise at the end that kind of like alludes to maybe something down in the future but i think we're ways away from anything uh involving that character that they introduced uh but just in general to go from what they had done in the first movie and also black panther and like civil war and 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 uh the avengers movies and stuff to then oh yeah he got sick and died you know it sucks and it's hard you know it's it's a obviously a huge challenge for them to then like continue the story in a way that makes sense um but also like at the same time it's like could you have just not done another black panther i i it'd be hard not to um because it's not just it's not and it's different because it's not like you know they built up enough of a uh you know with certainly the first black panther and even even maybe even more so in the uh, avengers movies as well they built up a big enough uh you know community for wakanda that there's enough characters involved that you can do a movie and that's what they did and 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 while (laughs) again i don't want to spoil i think they you know you have to have some consequences to some of these things as well so it's like well yeah you maybe you know but you can keep there's a big enough you know storyline within the whole thing that you can continue uh evolving wakanda and make it more about wakanda than say black panther now obviously it's tough to do that when the name of the movie is black panther uh, but you know because i know they're doing they're going to do a uh, disney plus show about wakanda which might not necessarily you know center around black panther the new black panther as it were but i mean obviously it's hard not to have black panther in a wakanda thing so but i mean to, with, with all of that said my point is this is a really tough movie to watch a sequel of like the black panther sequel of without having you know the main character in the movie uh again avoid unavoidable obviously nothing they could do so they did what they could um but i think it just doesn't hit the same way it could of obviously uh if you know obviously chadwick boseman and chakala chatala yeah chakala was still in the movie you know um you know in this movie as a straight up sequel like if you if you did the sequel and then there was some better explanation as to why you know he wasn't in the in the next one or something like that fine obviously the timing of that didn't work you know uh they you know didn't you know they just obviously didn't work um uh you know and 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 you can blame a lot you know i don't know exactly you know what the timing was supposed to be obviously the pandemic kind of delayed everything and uh, if the pandemic doesn't happen do you do you film black panther with if chadwick's still alive is this co- completely different movie I don't know the timing. Maybe it wouldn't have mattered. I really don't know. But obviously they had to pivot and go in a completely different direction. Um, you know, it, it, you know, and it's it sucks. Obviously, not the movie, but like the 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 situation. Uh, the movie itself. I mean, it just was it. It was just a tough movie to watch, given what the story had been in going into this movie and and everything um but as the the movie in and of itself um it was it was good um it was a bit long I'll, i will say that um the the 
bad guys or whatever you want to call them were a bit eh. I mean, my issue, I think, and and I was just watching this and be like, oh come on, really, is a couple things actually. So Neymar is the the bad guy. Spoiler alert: if you if you weren't aware of, I mean, it's pretty obvious since in the in the previews and stuff. But um, you know, the background of him, I don't, I wasn't super familiar with. I know he lives in the ocean. Like he's kind of Aquaman esque, but he's a bad guy. Um, so it's like, all right, well, there was supposed to be an Aquaman movie coming out this fall that obviously got delayed or whatever. It's not coming out till next summer i think i don't i'm not even sure when that movie's coming out but then it's like oh well he lives with this community underwater and they're a bunch of blue people and it's like wait don't we have a blue blue people movie coming out next next month with avatar it's like literally avatar like the avatar uh it's called the way of the water it's like wait what so literally the avatar like trailer happens before the movie and it's like, wait, wait, are these the guys from Avatar? And it's like, wait a minute, if, if these were the guys, the people like from Avatar, I'm like, okay, they could cross like cross uh, franchises together or something. That'd be kind of interesting, but obviously not. It's just like, but it's kind of like, all right, here's a bunch of blue people live underwater, and we got a, I mean, Disney has another blue people movie coming out next month with the way of the water. It's like, what? <laughs> There's too much too many blue people. Not no offense to blue people. Don't get don't get me wrong. I'm not. Nothing like nothing about against blue people, uh, but it was just kind of like, wait, what movie is this? Wait a minute, is this well, this is Black Panther, not Avatar or Aquaman. Um, not that there's blue people in Aquaman necessarily, but they, you know, it's a community that lives underwater, as opposed to the way of the water, which is Avatar. Sorry, I'm confusing myself now, but. Um, you know, and and the, and the other issue I kind of had, and you know, this is probably one of Marvel's biggest problems, and and I don't know if it's necessarily Marvel's fault, or if it's the MCU or what it is, but they have this tendency to to humanize the villains to the point where it's like I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for because you're giving the villain a good reasoning. As to why he's doing what he's doing. And it's like, yeah, I get maybe he's not going he's not going the right route in doing what he's doing and how he's doing it. I get that. I understand. And that's I guess what makes him a villain. But his you know, his his thought process, his reasoning, his his motivation for doing what he's doing doesn't isn't like bad, you know? It's like you can somewhat identify and understand what he's going through yes maybe the i you know the process of what they're doing to get to where they want to is not the greatest way to do it i understand that but it's not like they're just doing bad guy things to for the just because they're bad guys you know and i think dc generally speaking dc has always been better at that just like here's a bad guy he does bad things because he's a bad person and there's no other reason behind it He's just a bad person, and he does bad things. He's a bad guy. You want the bad guy to get his comeuppance. That's what you want. You want the superhero to, you know, you know, defeat the bad guy. Uh, but where in these Marvel movies, it's always just kind of like, you know, this guy got a bad, you know, this something something awful happened to this guy, and he, you know, got mad and tried to, you know, fix things and make things better for him. In his situation, but he went about it not the best way. But it's like, does that necessarily make them the a bad guy? It's like, no, they just have different philosophies as posted the superheroes. And it's like, that's just, it's not, it's not as fun. <laughs> I feel like it's not as fun when it's just like, here's the Joker. And, 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 and I'm, not, I'm ignoring the Joker movie specifically, because that kind of humanize the joker a little bit more than probably would have liked but it's not part of the of the dc universe or whatever so it doesn't it's kind of its own separate thing they're just using the character um because there's a storyline that you know because there's so many different storylines with all these comic book characters they've done so many different comic book uh arcs and, and everything so it's like you can pick and choose from all sorts of different things so whatever i get that but generally speaking it's like lex Luthor, just a bad guy 
you know, the Joker. He's a bad guy. You know, it's like, there are some, don't get me wrong, DC has its characters that, you know, the, the villains are, you know, have, you know, Dr. Freeze is probably one of them. Um, uh, Mr. Freeze. Did I say Dr. Doctor Freeze? Mr. Freeze? Wait. Now I'm, now I'm, now I'm confusing myself. Uh, but, like, obviously, um, Dr. Freeze, yeah. Mr. Freeze. No, but he is a doctor. That's the confusing part of that. Isn't he a doctor? Um, he's a scientist, right? Yeah. But Mr. Freeze... Um, uh, but, like, you know, regardless. I, I'm, I'm going off on a completely ridiculous tangent here. But, um, you know, his storyline, it was always kind of like, alright, there's somewhat reasoning behind that. But it's like... Uh, you know, and obviously they can make up whatever story they want, but like generally speaking, the I feel like the DC characters were always just like, oh, they're bad guys because they're bad guys. You know, they want to be bad guys. Uh, they're just bad people being bad guys for the most part. Whereas with the Marvel villains, it's always like, oh, there's, you know, specifically with the MCU, uh, there's always a reason that they're doing bad things, but they're trying to do good and. It's just like, I just want a bad guy as a bad guy for the fake of being a bad guy. You know, it's like that line from Dark Knight. Some, some people just want to watch the world burn. Why can't we have a villain like that in the MCU? Why has it always got to be this, you know, deeper thing where, you know, their parents got killed or, you know, and, you know, someone destroyed their land and now they want revenge and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, that doesn't sound like the worst reason to blow up, you know, the bad, the... You know, the other people. Like, yeah, sir, maybe you shouldn't blow them up, but I can understand your reasoning as opposed to, like, hey, I just want to take over the world for the sake of taking over the world, which is generally more of the reasoning behind the DC characters, I feel like, for the most part. I don't know. Whatever. Regardless, um, overall thoughts on Black Panther Wakanda Forever are I liked it, but it was a, it's a bit of a struggle. Um, you know, and whether that's fair or not it doesn't make it a better movie because of that um i don't know if that makes any sense but um it's like just because they couldn't do what they wanted to do doesn't mean you know you have to give them a pass you know or something like that so the movie's fine but it's just like it could have been better if things that can't couldn't happen so it's like yeah i get it but at the same time it's like yeah it doesn't make it better. Um, it just is what it is. But uh, anyways, there you go. So, I mean, it it, it, uh, it did well at the box office. Not as well as the first one, opening weekend, anyways. Uh, it didn't even... It didn't even set the set the high for the year. Actually, it didn't, it didn't reach what Doctor Strange uh, did earlier uh, in... Uh, well, in May. Back in May. So, well, a lot of people were a little surprised by that. A lot of people thought it would... Get to like 200 mil open, uh, beat you know, but it didn't. It's only got 181 or something like that. I forget. I think Doctor Strange did 187, something, something like that. Something, something in those range. I can't. I don't have the numbers up in front of me, but um, I know it fell short of that. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah. So there we go. I think uh, next up for the MCU is Ant Man. I believe it comes out, comes out in February. Uh, Unless there's something Disney Plus... Oh, actually, no. Isn't the Guardians... Well, I mean, whatever. I don't know if it really counts, but whatever. The Guardians of the Galaxy um, Christmas special, I believe, is supposed to come out next week. Uh, if I... I think... I apologize for... If you can't hear the background noises, there's... Uh, lawn guys doing lawn stuff at the neighbors, as always, I feel like. Um... Uh, but, uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special is, yeah, next, uh, Friday, Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, so, uh, get ready to check that out on Disney+, Plus. but, and then, I guess Ant-Man's next? I don't think there's another show, unless I'm completely wrong. Uh, I feel like I just went over this last time, too, but, uh, I'm pretty sure that's... Ant-Man would be next, but hold on. 
Uh, MCU Disney Plus shows. Okay. So, yeah, what if season two, which I don't know if that really even counts anyways, but that's, it just still says early 2023, so I, I don't know exactly when it's going to come out, as as well as Secret Invasion, which still says early 2023, so uh, assuming those are coming out after Ant-Man, Ant-Man would be next, um, and then you got Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in May, and again, I don't know how, when... I don't know when if the shows will be released or connected at all with any of those um, uh, movies. Uh, I mean, you gotta imagine they will at some point because eventually they're all gonna lead up to the to. Um, I mean, eventually they're all gonna lead up to. The, uh, why did they break this down into a million different things? Eventually, it's going to lead up all to, um, Avengers, uh, King, Kang Dynasty, and then Secret Wars. So, you got to figure they're starting to connecting at some point. Now, technically, Black Panther Wakanda Forever was the end of Phase 4. So then we got Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania next February, then Guardians... Galaxy 3 in May, and the Marvels in July, along with the other, you know, the TV show Secret Invasion, What If 2, if you want to count that. There's also going to be Echo and Loki, and then Ironheart, and Agatha, Coven of Chaos. So, now that was the other thing, though, in, in, um, in Black Panther, and I guess I didn't mention. I don't want to spoil too much. There's some spoilers, but Ironheart, they kind of set Ironheart up too. Uh, you know, so there we go. Um, so, yeah, obviously that's connected to Black. I mean, you know, there's always some sort of connection with these movies. Maybe if they don't connect everything, but there's always. You know, building towards something. So, like, yeah. This set up Ironheart. You know, obviously the Wakanda stuff. Uh, but eventually, like, how will that all fit in with any of this? I don't... With, for, like, the Avengers? I don't know. I mean, it should and it probably will somehow. But maybe just in, like, hey, Black Panther, we need you. Okay. Uh, it could just be that. I don't know. But, I, again, there's, there's still the Wakanda Forever show that probably will do some more of that. Um... And Ironheart, I don't know if that will be uh, connected with this, and you know, other than, hey, Black Panther, what's going on? Ironheart here, how are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't know, like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it all out down the line, but, um, it, you know, you know, they're still in the early stages of, well, now, I guess this is, that was the end of stage four, now you go to stage five. I don't know if these stages really mean anything anymore, uh, or phase, phase, phases, excuse me, not stages. Uh, phase five, because then it's like phase six is when it ends with the Avengers. But it's like, well, what do you, what was, what was the end of phase five, or like phase four? Like what, like what was the arc there? There's like nothing. It was just a bunch of like standalone stuff, really. And phase five kind of seems that way too. But maybe that will build towards phase six, which will eventually connect everything. I don't know. Who knows? Because then phase six, if you're looking at this thing, you've got Deadpool. Well, end of phase five is apparently Blade. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I say maybe because uh, lots of problems with Blade, uh, seemingly. Uh, and then you got Deadpool and Fantastic Four. So you have all these other characters from other known like things that don't exist in this universe but will. So it's like, how will they do that? You know, obviously you introduced new characters like Ironheart and, and and whatever into the MCU, but it's not like oh this character already existed somewhere else. How like how are you connecting it with? I mean, Deadpool is going to be the interesting one because then you know obviously you're going to have Wolverine and Deadpool three, so it's like well how is that going to make any sense? Um, and then 
you know, the Fantastic Four, they sort of started introducing, but that was a different universe and, or it's a different multiverse and, but it's like, obviously it's not connected to the old, uh, Fantastic Four, but it's like, you got Wolverine with the Deadpool, and that's connected with the old X-Men, but it's like, is that going to be it or like whatever? I don't know. But <laughs> I guess we'll all figure it out down the line. All right. I guess that's enough talking about that. Let's move on to uh, this Saturday or t- tomorrow as I'm recording this um, for AEW Full Gear coming up tomorrow from the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey uh, on pay-per-view. I think there's a there's a pre-show zero hour. I think that's at seven and the pay-per-view starts at eight, uh, I believe, if I... Uh, I could be wrong, but I think that's correct. Uh, now, some uh, some there was some chicanery and changes that were made uh, regarding uh, well the and I bring this up because of what's happening on the pre-show. So far, the only match announced for the pre-show isn't even known yet exactly because it's part of the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament, where the winner will face. The champion at Winter is coming, which I don't know when that is exactly. Um, uh, might be December 14th? Yes, December 14th. Uh, just a ep- special episode of Dynamite. It's not like anything. It's not like a pay-per-view or anything like that. Or, or, or a separate special. It's just part of Dynamite. Um but they're supposed to have this eliminated tournament, uh, which was supposed to culminate at Full Gear. But now, because Ricky Starks wasn't cleared and they couldn't have the match last week, they're going to have the match this week. But that's an opening round match. So then they still have to have the semifinal match before they can have the final match. So at Full Gear, they're having, in the zero hour pre show, they're having the semifinal match, which will have Brian Cage taking on the winner of tonight's match. Lance Archer and Ricky Starks, which was on Rampage, which was supposed to happen last week. Of course, it's a live episode of Rampage tonight, so we didn't know spoilers or anything like that. So we don't know who's going to be. Uh, money's pretty good that it's going to be Ricky Starks, um, which will then make the prediction for Brian Cage versus Ricky Starks. And I think, you know, they kind of, this whole Eliminator tournament has kind of been built around seemingly Ethan Page and Ricky Starks, so. If it doesn't end up being Ricky Page and, uh, sorry, Ricky, Ethan Page and Ricky Starks, it seems kind of, it would be weird. It'd be weird if it wasn't. Now, who's going to win that? I don't know, but that's not part of the show, so I don't have to make a prediction. I'll make a prediction for it after, at the end, though. Um, but uh, I think Ricky Starks will beat Brian Cage tomorrow if he uh, beats Lance Archer tonight uh, in that pre-show match. Uh, but there you go. Um... All right, so then moving on to the main card, there are 10 matches scheduled. Now, there may add another match to the pre-show. I don't know, but as of right now, or maybe move one of these matches to the pre-show. Don't know, but right now there are 10 matches scheduled for the main card. So we'll just jump in and start uh, making predictions. Uh, First off, Jade Cargill taking on Nyla Rose for the AEW TBS Championship. Now... Jade Cargill is the champion, but Nyla Rose stole the belt and has been claiming to be the champion and defending the title and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jade Cargill, of course, still undefeated. Although somehow she's like, I think she's like, I don't, I don't even know what the number is, but it's like, it's been like for like two years and her number is like not even like a third of what Goldberg was in like a year and a half. So, <laughs> not even a year and a half, whatever it was, a little over a year because he started, his streak started... In September '97, and he lost at Starcade '98 to Nash. So that was like September to then December of the next year, and he was 173 and 0 or, or 170. What was it? Oh, now it's gonna bother me. Bill Goldberg streak. I don't know. I'm just bringing it up because they always talk. Oh, she's still undefeated, but it's like. Yeah, but how many matches did she had? I could be undefeated and had one match, right? I mean, Adam, Michael Colerick still talks about that. He's, he had, what? Well, I guess that was just at WrestleMania, though. Because then he lost the Kiss My Foot match, right? I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking about that. But, uh, 
streak. Uh, yeah, hold on. Win streak. So... Wait, what is the number? See, uh, see, but this, this, uh, yeah, 173 and 0. Um, but there's actually a Wikipedia page, and I just just came across it. It actually has the real numbers, which technically he lost his first match. I think um, I don't think it was on. It wasn't on TV, or it wasn't his first match. But he technically lost the dark match to Chad Fortune um, at a Saturday night taping in July um, prior to him actually like debuting. So those won't really count because like he had six matches prior to him actually debuting. They're all dark matches um, on one house show. So it's like, eh, they don't really count because he wasn't technically on the show yet. It's like with Kurt Angle. I remember when Kurt Angle first uh, showed up on the scene. He had like a decent win streak um, when he first showed up and then eventually lost to Taz at Royal Rumble 2000. But, you know, I going to a lot of shows back in those days, he was always wrestling on, on the undercard. Or like, not the undercard, but the dark matches. And he didn't win all those matches. So it's like, yeah, these don't count. They don't count until you're actually on TV and it counts. So someone made this list and I... I, I, I disregard the matches before his first debut match was against Hugh Morris. That one's when it first starts. Um, but even with that, uh, technically the number would be like 150 something. So, but regardless, he still had, uh, you know, a hundred and whatever matches. Whereas Jade Cargill's what's, what's her, what, what's her number at? And obviously I know, you know, things are a little different from back then until now where there's, more shows, less people, more shows. I don't. I don't really know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, she's thirty nine and zero, and she's been wrestling for was it two years almost? I don't. Or forty one and zero. I don't know. I'm seeing different results depending on where I look. Regardless, my point is, she hasn't had a ton of matches. Uh, but regardless, I I I don't know why I'm going on this tirade, but. Um, I don't know, it just doesn't seem impressive to me, I guess is my point, given a lot of the other streaks and stuff. Uh, certainly Goldberg's. I think even Asuka had like 200 and something before she lost, at least in WWE. See, that's another thing, because she wrestled prior to WWE, so it's like, will you count those? Like, how does that work? Uh, but anyways, uh, I'm going to go with Jade Cargill to win. I don't, that's the long-winded way of saying that, I guess. Um, keeping with the women, let's keep going with the women's matches. We got... Uh, Tony Storm defending the AEW Women's Interim World Championship against Jamie Hayter. Of course, Thunder Rosa is still the champion champion, but no one's really sure when she's coming back. But uh, for now, Tony Storm's still the interim champion. So, But I do think she will retain um, against Jamie Hayter because I do think eventually we're going to have to have that uh, Tony Storm-Thunder Rosa match if we're going to move on from that because... Because Tony Storm was supposed to fight Thunder Rosa, and then she was hurt, so then they had her fight, I don't even remember, somebody, was it Britt Baker, I think, maybe, to win the interim, or no, it was like a four-way, right? It was like Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and somebody, I think, I don't, I don't remember at this point. Um, so then she won it, but like, they never had the match, so it's like, well, if you have her lose the interim title... Before she actually has the match with the regular champion. I don't know. Whatever. Regardless, I do think she's going. And then in third uh, third scheduled women's match, um, we got the return of Soraya. Soraya? Soraya? I think it's Soraya. Or is it Soraya? I don't know. They keep on going back and forth on how you say her name. I think it's Soraya. Uh, the former Paige in WWE. Uh, making her return to the ring for the first time in five years, I think it is. Something like that. Um, after she was told she needed to retire and her neck was about to fall off and but you know over the last whatever the training and getting better and seeing guys like edge and and daniel bryan come back to the ring after they were supposedly done uh christian another guy uh so she she's making her return hopefully everything goes well for her and she's taking on Britt baker i, I how would she lose like th that'd be ridiculous for her to come back and lose 
Um, so, uh, yeah, she, she's going to win. Um, all right. Uh, all right, moving on. We got a uh, triple threat match for the AEW TNT Championship. Wardlow defending against some, his former pa partner, Samoa Joe, uh, who turned on him a couple weeks ago, and then Powerhouse Hobbs. Now, Samoa Joe is the Ring of Honor television champion, right? That's what he is. But uh, that is not on the line, just uh, just the TNT championship. Um, you know, and that's one of the weird things is, like, I, I can't see Samoa Joe winning and having two titles. I just don't see it. Paros Hobbs is an interesting, you know, interesting one. But I just don't think Wardlow's ready to lose yet. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. So I'm going to go with Wardlow. All right, next up, we got another title match. And um, Death Triangle. Uh, Pack. Uh, Penta, El Zero, Mieto, and Ray Phoenix defending the six-man tag team champions. It's up at the trios champion. Why are they the trios champion? I don't get it. This isn't. We're not in Mexico. We're not. This isn't Spanish comp company. It's. I, I don't understand why it's the trios champion. Called the six-man tag. That's what they are. The six-man tag. Sorry, it just bothers me that they. Why? Why? What? Why is it trios? What makes it trios? It's only trios in Mexico because that's they speak Spanish. I don't, I don't understand it. Um, so anyways, um, they're defending against the returning elite coming back from suspension, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, returning from their, what's it been, two, over two and a half months now since they got suspended, right? Because that was the beginning of September with the all-out brawl-out or whatever they want to call it. The fallout all-out brawl-out or the fallout from the all-out brawl-out or whatever. With uh, obviously the their backstage fight with uh, CM Punk and and Ace Steel and whoever else was involved and all of that nonsense, uh, but they're back. They you know going after the titles and they never lost because they just won them and got uh, stripped of them. Um, I don't know if that makes Death Triangle the interim champions, and now they're having their the unification bout. I mean technically they didn't do it that way, but why not? I don't know. I, mean, I guess because they weren't injured, they were suspended, so I guess that makes a difference. I don't know. Whatever. Regardless, I do think the Elite are going to win. Get their titles back. So there we go. All right. Next up, we got Luchasaurus taking on Jungle Boy Jack Perry in a steel cage match. Now, this is a feud that's been probably going on longer than it was intended to because of the injury to Christian. Um, now, Christian's still injured. He can't fight. Will it continue just because they need to eventually have the blow-off with Jungle Boy and Christian? I don't know, but at the same time, I don't see Jungle Boy losing. Like, I could see him winning and then Christian, like, attacking him after the match and setting up something for Christian and Jungle Boy eventually, but I just don't know how how injured Christian is, how ready, how mm -hmm. close he is to returning. So, I will go with Jungle Boy to win the match, though, against Luchasaurus. Because that, that was the whole thing with Luchasaurus. Like, he turned on him, and then he turned turned back and then he turned on him again I was like I don't think that was the original plan I think Luchasaurus turned on him initially and they're like eh it doesn't really work let's turn him back let's have Jungle Boy beat, beat Christian and let's just move on to something else and I was like oh crap Christian's hurt uh well what do we do oh let's turn Luchasaurus back again I don't know it just seems like it was a weird booking but I think because of injuries they I don't know I don't think it was the original plan but anyways I don't know who cares Let's move on. Uh, next up, we have the the uh, debuting, well, first match, I guess, in AEW. Jeff Jarrett tagging with his old partner from the Ric Flair thing, uh, Jay Lethal, uh, and Buddy from TNA. Taking on Sting, of course, and Darby Allin. Um, now, we haven't actually, well, we hadn't, we hadn't actually seen Sting in a bit. can't remember the last time Sting was on TV, and then he was off for a bit, and then supposedly, like, he was gonna return, and there was a guy in a sting mask, and it wasn't Sting, it was actually the, some, some, someone was like, oh, it's that guy, the guy that used to be in NXT and got fired, and now he's here. Was it, uh, whatever. 
I forget his name now. <laughs> but that guy. And I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Oh, wait, but here's, here's really gonna, here's thing really gonna come down. And then it's Jeff Jarrett with a guitar smashing Darby Allen over uh, the head. And I got confused of whether I was watching an old episode of Nitro or maybe some old TNA or if this was actually AEW. But it is actually AEW. Um, but anyways, um, Sting and Darby Allen, I guess? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, moving on. We got the uh, tag titles. Uh, the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster, along with Billy Gunn, taking on the former champions, Swerve in Our Glory, Keith Lee, and Swerve Strickland. Now, this will be the third match, the the rubber match, if you will. Uh, they fought two times before. Of course, they fought it all out. Um, and uh, Swerve in Our Glory got the victory, and then they had the rematch. At uh, what was a Grand Slam, the one in the sh uh, the Arthur Ashe Stadium, and that's when the acclaimed took the titles. And now, been a lot of infighting between Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Keith Lee doesn't exactly love Swerve Strickland's way about things. At the same time, he does want the tag titles back and does want to, you know, win the match and whatever. So it'll be interesting to see how that all works out. I do think the acclaimed are gonna retain. Um, though, so, there's also this big, you know, because, uh, Swerve Strickland attacked Billy Gunn, and then they had this whole thing, too, so there's that, um, aspect of it as well. So, I do think the acclaimed will retain. Uh, next up, we have the Ring of Honor World Tele- uh, no, World Title, World Championship, with Chris Jericho defending against Brian Danielson, Claudio Castanoli, and Sammy Guevara in a uh, four-way match. Now, this goes against Chris Jericho's, you know, uh, you know, uh, goal or his, his, his mantra or, or his whatever that he had claimed when he won the title that he was going to defend it against former champions, beat all the former champions. Now, obviously, beat Claudio Ford, so he's a former champion. He's already beaten Brian Danielson. Um, but... Um, you know, he's going to fight him again. Uh, but Sammy Guevara is not a former champion. But he threw him in there just so he had backup against the the um, Blackpool Combat Club. Now, so I don't know. I guess it's, you know, it's, yeah, whatever. But uh, ultimately, you know, I guess this all boils down to what's happening with the Ring of Honor. Now, they're going to have a pay-per-view next month, uh, Final Battle, which is actually the same day as... NXT deadline, which is, I don't know why they did it that way, but hey, whatever it is, what it is. It's on earlier in the day, and then deadline's on it um, at night, or whatever, but sure, sure. Um, now, but what exact, what's the future of Ring of Honor? Um, a lot of people are speculating they're going to make an announcement um, of some sort regarding what their television deal is going to be at Final Battle. If not before that, but certainly at Final Battle. But what exactly that means? Like, what are they going to have a TV show? Is it going to be a streaming show? Is it going to be on HBO Max? Is it going to be on TNT? Is it going to be on TVS? Is it going to be on some other channels? And fight, you know, I mean, the Fight Network or uh, Fight, um, Fight, whatever, Fight, whatever, the Fight TV or whatever it's called. Is it going to be on, you know, something else? Will it be on a different channel? Like, no one seems to really know, but obviously that was the plan. Um, so, I don't know, but, um, you know, ideally you'd want to have kind of a big name champion going into it. I mean, they did it with Chris Jericho when they launched Dynamite, right? So, it wouldn't be surprising to have that, but, uh, could you do a Brian Danielson? P you probably could. So, is that a way, you know, because eventually if they're going to split these companies up, do you, do you really want those guys in Ring of Honor not in AEW? Like, because otherwise, if you don't do it that way, I don't think, I don't see the point of it. Because, like, oh, you, you're just, if you're going to continue doing what you're doing and have a Ring of Honor kind of part of AEW, if you don't then have, like, separate rosters, I, I just, I don't see how it makes a difference, you know? And it's like, well, 
if your champion's still part of AW, how does that make any sense? So I don't know exactly how it's all going to play out. So that's kind of why I'm a little hesitant on my pick here, but I think I'm going to stick with Chris Jericho retaining the title. I mean, I could definitely see Brian Danielson winning it, and I know Claudio was kind of brought in as was brought in with the idea that he was going to be like the Ring of Honor guy. Um, but I just don't know that he's got the big enough name to launch a television show based off of that, unfortunately. So, you know, whereas Jericho or Brian Danielson certainly could. Um, but I don't know. There you go. That, so I'm, I'm going to go with Jericho. And that brings us to the main event of the evening. Uh, John Moxley defending the AEW World Championship against MJF, who is cashing in his casino ladder poker chip um, thing from uh, All Out that he won, sort of, kind of won. Uh, he was the the Joker. Um, he was Joker for the match, so he came out last. He was dressed up in a weird mask, a devil sort of mask, and the firm came out and helped him beat up everyone and took the title. Or took the the coin, the the chip, uh, down. Eventually, he revealed it, it was MJF. Uh, now, since then, though, the firm has turned on him. Question mark. Uh, firm has beat up Moxley, but then beat up him. But then he came back out and beat them up. But sort of, kind of beat them up. Uh, so a lot of speculation that that's just going to be all a swerve, which wouldn't surprise me. The other big thing that a lot of people are hinting towards and kind of makes sense when you really look at it is there's this whole thing with MJF and William Regal about how William Regal wanted to come to WWE and it didn't, you know, things didn't work out and blah, blah, blah. Um, but there's been a lot of back and forth between Regal and MJF. So does William Regal potentially turn on Moxley and join up with MJF? You know, William Regal at at his heart is a heel. He's always, he was always worked as a heel back in his wrestling days now as an authoritarian figure uh, since then, since he kind of retired, he's always kind of been a face when NXT days. And then now with the Black Blackpool Combat Club, he's kind of, you know, been mainly a face. But it's William Regal we're talking about. He's, you know, been historically a heel. So for him to turn on Moxley, join up with MJF and maybe The Firm, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I do think MJF, one way or the other... Whether it's help from the firm, whether it's help from William Regal, whether he just does it by himself, like he says he's going to do, uh, which you know, and because he's been kind of teasing a face turn a bit, but in a bit because of the firm stuff, but I don't, I don't see him being a face necessarily. I know people want to cheer him, but I don't know how it will necessarily work. But um, I don't know, but I don't see him. I see him winning. I see him finally getting his win. Now, obviously, this whole storyline was. Presumably supposed to be with CM Punk, but given all the nonsense that happened at All Out and CM Punk seemingly gone from the company, uh, you know, they had to pivot to John Moxley, which has worked fine. It's been fine. Um, now, of course, Moxley was supposed to go on vacation multiple times, supposedly. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, and hasn't been able to. But, of course, now his wife, Renee, forgets working there. So it's like, well, are they both going to go on vacation? Like, I don't really know. But we'll see what happens with that. But regardless, I do think MJF will win the title. Um, now, as far as the AEW World Title Eliminator, I, you know, if, if MJF's winning and he's going to be a heel, and Ethan Page is part of the firm, see, that's where it gets interesting. Because it's like, yes, if he's still technically working with the firm, then I don't see how Ethan Page, why Ethan Page would then win and fight him at Winter's Coming. Ricky Starks would make a hell of a lot more sense, but if he's not work, if he's not working with the firm, this whole thing with the firm and him are legitimately clashing heads and and everything, then that would be make a perfect sense to be a match. So I don't know. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's like I can't really make the prediction until after pay per view. But if I had to guess, I'd say Ricky Starks, just because I feel like MJF's going to be the heel, Ricky Starks is the face, and. If he's aligned with the firm, it doesn't make sense to have Ethan Page and fighting MJF. But if that's not the case, then that would make perfect sense. So I don't know. But if I had to guess, make a prediction as of this moment, I'll go Ricky Starks. But Ethan Page 
could make a hell of a lot more sense after we see what happens tomorrow night. All right, so that's going to do it for this chapter of the One Man Renegade podcast. A little shorter version. Next week, I'll dive into some more stuff. Uh, we'll obviously uh, preview um, SummerSlam, or some Survivor Series, which I will be t- attending. Uh, but we'll also go over what happened at Crown Jewel and uh, stuff that's happening in NXT and and we'll go a little bit more in detail. We'll talk about the Celtics and the Bruins dominating right now. Let's talk more about some NFL stuff. Go over UFC 281 and how, how that all played out. And we'll talk some more about some... I haven't really watched any other movies besides Black Panther, but I might before next week. So maybe we'll talk about that. But more television stuff as well. Uh, and some music news. I did listen to some new music. So uh, maybe I'll discuss some of that as well. Don't really have much to talk about on the video game front, but uh, eh, maybe I'll maybe I'll go crazy and play some video games this week. I don't know. We'll see. But anyways, that's going to do it for today. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening again. If you have not subscribed, do so on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, or Amazon. Follow me at Razor Vader at, on Twitter and Instagram. Also, check out the Facebook page, One Man Running Productions. We also have the YouTube channel, One Man Again Get- one man renegade productions head over there check out all the my videos uh, like all the videos share all the videos and subscribe over there as well and then check out my ebay page where i have some stuff up for sale so go over there and uh, make some offers buy some stuff get get your holiday shopping done um i don't know uh but yeah thank you all for listening stay safe have fun and happy thanksgiving uh, we'll be back next week with another episode, maybe on Thanksgiving. I don't know. Well, I don't know exactly when I'm going to record it because obviously I do have Thanksgiving and stuff going on. So I'll have to figure out exactly when I'm going to record it. And, but it will be up before Survivor Series. I know that. Probably next, maybe next Friday, if not Thursday. I don't know. But come back and check it out. Uh, so thank you everyone for listening. Stay safe. Have fun. Talk to you next time. Bye.